Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Namaste, mods and mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Time and Talks. Today, we are pressing the reset button on prayer, learning the power of invocation and the purpose of meditation. Now, let me just put this disclaimer out there. I am not anti-prayer. I am not anti-religion. I am not pushing any sort of agenda or ideology This is simply a spiritual perspective of what I've experienced through my own journey of prayer, religion, spirituality, and how prayer has fit into my life and why I think that we do it wrong. And I know that I did it wrong for many, many, many years and why I do think there is a right and wrong way to pray. And we're going to dive deep into the power of invocation invocation and what meditation the purpose really is is it simply just to be zen and to be more patient and to be more calm what is the deal with it so let's dive into prayer first and for those of you who follow me on instagram every monday i've been doing this new thing where i share a a prayer from this book called Uplifting Prayers to Light Your Way by Sonia Choquette. And that is what inspired me because by reading those prayers, I realized for a very long time that I had a very wonky relationship with prayer. Like I didn't know what to say or like you had to say the right thing or God wouldn't be listening. And I didn't really know who I was talking to. So yeah, I was raised a Hindu because my both of my parents are from India. However, it never really made sense. Like why am I praying to this person that has like 55 arms and how can a person be blue and what is the deal with this body that has an elephant as a head that is a friend that's a mouse? Like it just felt like fairy tales and like how can these people be God? And so for most of my life, I can say that I didn't pray. And then when I was in when I was in my mid-20s, around 26, 27, I started to dive into spirituality. And I dove into everything. I've learned about Jesus. I've read passages in the Bible. I, what else have I done? I've learned about Buddhism. I've read English translations of the Bhagavad Gita. And, you know, I think religion and spirituality is so personal. And I think that you can take what resonates from all different types of religions. And I've always believed that there was some higher, greater power. And so I think that many of us, me included, use prayer as how Marianne Williamson says, like using God as your errand boy. God, give me this. God, do this. God, I need this. I want this. Make this happen, you know? And it's like about getting, getting, getting. And I feel like even sometimes manifesting is this like blanket facade of God, give me this, God, give me that. When we're talking about certain things of like material abundance that we want, like I want this big house or I want a Porsche Cayenne. Y'all know that I like Porsche Cayennes. But like if you're fixated on getting things, I think it's the wrong use of prayer and that power of prayer. 
And so when I started reading these prayers in this book, and I really resonate with angels, and I really resonate with using oracle cards and tarot cards, I realized that the prayers and there were there were more intentions of helping you release. God, help me release this. God, help me let go of this pain, this fear that doesn't serve me. I can't handle this. And so... This book is amazing because it gives you words for the most challenging times and how to eloquently like share your intention of release. God help me release this because deep down each and every one of us has this beautiful light, this divine intelligence, that energy of God or the divine lives within each and every one of us. That's that spark within our soul, in our eyes that makes us alive in who we are at the core essence of our being. And so I truly believe that it is that light is always present, is that we just need to chip away from the beliefs and the fears and the the trauma and the, and I think Gabby Bernstein said this really beautifully. She says that within each and every one of us is this golden Buddha. And we have over a period of time based on our experiences and our childhood and our trauma and our beliefs created this clay wall that has hardened over the years and now when in spirituality you are chipping away with each lesson with each growth with each vulnerability with each truth you are chipping away this clay shell that is hardened to allow the buddha the light from the golden buddha to shine from within and i think that really beautifully illustrates what prayer is it's about chipping away the layers and the limiting beliefs and when we release those things that's when miracles happen to us it is the shift in perspectives that happen and that's what prayer is meant for is to God, please give me this shift in perspective to see this differently, to see it with divine eyes. It's not necessarily this miraculous thing is just going to show up in your life. Like a shift in perspective makes the world of a difference. Going beyond your limited thinking and tapping into universal wisdom and to the wisdom that is for the highest good of all, that is a miracle. To see beyond that limited, narrow viewpoint into a broader perspective. So that's what the purpose, I believe, of prayer is, is invoking this intention of helping us chip away what doesn't serve us. And the prayer that I love, that was my first prayer before this book, was what I learned from Marianne Williamson. And it was, um, dear God, use me as an instrument for your divine good. What would you have me say? What would you have me do to, to whom and what? And so I love starting my day from this intention of knowing that I'm being guided to the conversations that people, whether even it's at the grocery store, at school drop-off, or through the internet, or even just myself, like it's divinely guided. And I think this leads to the next step of using prayer to invoke your power. Now, in Kundalini Yoga, the teacher that I'm certified to be, we always start our class with two mantras, the Adi Mantra and the Mangala Charan Mantra. The Adi Mantra is all about tapping into the divine teacher within you. It is the recognition of the truth of who you are is that same divine truth of that universal divine consciousness. And then the second mantra, the Mangala Charan Mantra, is a protective mantra. It creates a white light around your auric field 
so that when you move through your day, any energies that are lower vibrations or not meant to serve you or not an equal match will be repelled. And so I use that mantra when we drive in the car, I put white light around my boys so I sing it um, at night before they go to sleep. And I want you to hear the mantras and I will put it in the show notes so you can see the actual words so you can recite it. I'm actually going to recite it on here because I start my day with this. Invoking your power means like that intention of use me as a divine instrument. Let me be the light. Let me spread my light and you will find that you will connect with more authenticity, with more vulnerability, with more honesty, that you will see things from a greater perspective and it's not just what can I get, it is what can I give? How can I serve? How can I help how can I be a blessing in the life of another that is why we're here it is not just about what we can receive and of course learning how to receive honorably and openly is very important it's part of the process but before we can receive we have to know how to give authentically and so let's really quickly just do the Adi Mantra and the Adi Mantra is Om Namo Gurudev Namo not Om O-N-G, Ong Namo, Gurudev Namo. The Mangala Churn Mantra, you recite that three times and it's Adgudename, Jugadgudename, Satgudename, Sidigurudevename. So when you actually do this invo- invocation process in the morning, you're going to rub the palms of your hands together really briskly until you feel a heat. And when you feel the heat, you're going to place your palms together, press them strongly together in prayer pose, Bring your thumbs pressing in at your sternum, which is the center point between your chest. Close your eyes. You can do this in bed while you sit up. Make sure you're sitting up, not laying down. Or you can do it on a chair with your feet flat on the ground. And I want you to close your eyes and just take a deep inhale in. And a deep exhale out. I like to bring my awareness to my third eye point. I like to bring then my awareness to my crown chakra and envision it opening up like if there is a window there and as you chant, you're opening it up. So you're going to begin by reciting the Adi Mantra out loud three times. So take a deep inhale in. Take a deep inhale in. Bring your prayer hands to your third eye point. Repeat Sat Nam once out loud. Sat Nam means truth is my identity. Inhale deeply again. 
Bring your arms above your head and as you exhale, bring the arms around your body like angel wings and envision a beautiful white light coming through your fingertips. And as you bring your arms down, just envision a beautiful white light bubble around your energy field. You are now protected. You now have boundaries. Now you can enter the world connected to your truth and protecting your energy field. And then you just wake up and then you start your day. That was literally like two minutes, right guys? So this is so important in our time to learn to invoke that power within us. You know that same power I still find so magnificent. Like when the I live in the Northeast and in the fall, right? You see different trees and you'll see one tree that's the exact same as somewhere else. And you're like, how are they changing colors at the same exact time and they're in different locations it's that same energy of like how your baby grows and you really don't do anything it just grows and when it's time to get birth your body just knows what to do it is that same intelligence we need to invoke that intelligence and the only way we invoke it is by recognizing it it doesn't just automatically spark we have to bring intention to it that we are connected to that power and so these mantras are a beautiful way to bring that practice into your life. Now, what truly is meditation? You may have heard that prayer is speaking to God and then meditation is God speaking to you. So in the silence, you allow wisdom. It's learning the art of listening. It's the learning the art of subtlety, of feeling the subtle energies, the subtle the sounds, the subtle wisdom that flows through you. And I truly do believe that you can't have prayer without meditation because we need to have the guidance to know how to take the next step. Meditation for me, the guidance doesn't always come when I'm in the seated position. For me, a lot of times the guidance comes in the shower but you've had to have some sort of practice of creating stillness to be able to tap into stillness. Otherwise, you could be someone who's in the shower and your mind is racing about your to-do list. So it's about building that, that continuous practice of learning how to make your mind still. A lot of times in my coaching calls, my clients will be like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. How are you so wise? And I really like to share that it's not my wisdom. I'm a conduit in a channel, I always pray before I send a text or or I put an Instagram post out or I work with a client is that allow me to be an instrument in a channel for the highest good. And I really learned that as a Reiki master is like you are an instrument to allow divine consciousness to flow through you. So I never take credit for the wisdom. I always say I channeled it. And I can say like a lot of times I don't even know what I'm saying. It's just this intelligence of what is for their highest good. And so when you allow this wisdom to come through, it is for me that shows up in when you show up on Instagram and it's this exact quote that you need or you listen to a podcast and you hear it at the right timing. It's all about divine timing, hearing things and wisdom at the time that you need it. So, you know, the universe works through technology. The universe works through people. The universe works through every avenue and everything and so always staying open i think meditation allows you to have that practice of being alert and aware and open and so 
a lot of times my clients will be like, I just wish that I had all the answers and just like I knew where my life was going. And, you know, that's like the control freak part of us. And, you know, when we allow ourselves to go into meditation, we tap into a wisdom and infinite solutions that are much bigger and goes much beyond our limited thinking because it's always for the realm of the highest good of all. However, we are never given the full big picture and vision of our life. And so if you're intending that when meditation, oh, all the answers are just going to come through me all at once, the divine also knows that it can only give you what you can handle and that would create overwhelm and chaos. If it gave you everything and laid out exactly what's going to happen to you and what's going to, you know, when it's going to happen, you might think that it's going to ease your anxiety, but it's not. And I like to think of it like this, right? So say you go to a murder suspense movie and within five minutes of watching the movie, you're able to predict who the killer is, what's going to happen, and you know the ending. Tell me, is that a good movie? Like, would you go out of that movie and be like, oh, this was a really good movie? Probably not. You're going to be like, I figured it out in the first five, five minutes. This movie sucked. I was a waste of like an hour and a half of my time. Now, the same accord, say that you go to a movie, it's a murder mystery, and every moment there's this plot twist and another plot twist, things that you can't anticipate. And at the very end of the movie, you're like, OMG, I could have not predicted that. That was a crazy ending. Like, would you walk out of that movie and be like, this is a great movie? Yeah, probably, because you weren't able to figure it out. That's what makes a good murder suspense movie, right? So granted, your life is not a murder suspense, but it is that movie. Like say if you knew what was gonna happen at the end, you would be constantly anticipating, oh my gosh, I only have X amount of days left. Or, oh, you know what? It's gonna be 10 years until I actually become an author, so I'm just gonna not really try, try or try to put the effort to writing a book. I'm just gonna wait 10 years from now. And like, it changes the trajectory of our life. So that's why we can't have the big picture because it would make life suck. The whole point is to go through this life, trusting the journey, having faith, knowing that each plot twist is going to bring a new, exciting journey and element to your path. And at the end of your life, you want to look back and you're like, man, I could not have anticipated how amazing my life would have turned out. Sure, there were challenges, but I learned from them. I grew from them. I really elevated my existence. I was joyful, I grew and evolved, and I helped others grow and evolve. And that is really a good, purposeful, and deeply satisfying life. So meditation is always going to give you the next guided, inspired step on your path. So let's just stop thinking about you're going to get all this divine wisdom downloaded and it's going to be too much for you. It won't be. It's going to be exactly what you need at the right time. So there you have it, guys. The reason why we need to press the reset button on the pr on prayer and learn the right way to pray, why it is of utmost importance to invoke our inner power at this time, and the purpose of meditation, of just infusing even just a little bit of meditation and stillness in our life. So as an avid meditator for almost a decade, it truly has changed my life. And I know that is so annoying because everybody who meditates says that, but it really is true. There really is no words to describe how much of a change I felt from the inside, but what, how much of a better person I am. And I guess the only way that you could really gauge that is if you talk to someone who knew me pre-meditation and 
who know me now and they can attest to the changes and how much of a more calm and peaceful and pleasant person that I am. So I want to help you on your journey to meditate. It is one of my greatest joys and passions to share this gift. As a certified kids and kundalini meditation teacher, I've taught hundreds of children and moms this skill. And I've taught a lot of skeptics that I can't do this. I don't have enough time. I can't sit still. And I've made them into meditators because of their conviction and willingness to do it and their ability to show up and ask for help. So there are some different resources that can help you on your journey if meditating is something that you want to try. So let's start with some free resources. If you head to my YouTube page at Thajal V. Patel, you will find some kundalini meditations on there. You'll also find five-minute chakra meditations, which are great to use as a primer. If you already meditate, you might have the Insight Timer app, and that is my favorite app. I use it for the timer, but I also love the guided meditations on there. So you can find me, Thajal V. Patel, on there, and I have four meditations that are in there that you can dive into. Now, if you're a mom who really wants to build a consistent practice in your life, I got your back, girl. So I offer four-week meditation mentoring programs. So if you're in the South Jersey area, you can head over to my Zen Den in my home and we can meditate together. Or if you are anywhere across the world, really, we can meet over Zoom conferencing and I will teach you the ins and outs of how to build a practice, how to stay consistent. I will teach you the kundalini meditations that you need to experience the result that you're looking for so you will have my accountability my support my guidance and it's like you're going to a private meditation class so you will never feel well, if i'm doing this right am i doing this wrong will i stay committed i will really help you build that practice so all you have to do is head over to my site and you can um, click with work with me and there's a meditation mentoring uh, section there and you can just click on that and we can get started you can email me if you have any questions about that and I'm here to support you so thank you so much for tuning in and as you know the most important conversation happens after the podcast in the Mods and Mama Facebook group this is a community of mom who listen to the podcast and it's a place where you can share questions follow up on episodes, get the behind the scenes on new episodes. Also, you can give your input on topics that you want me to do in future podcasts. So it's a really wonderful, safe, fun, and happy little community that we have of Mindful Mamas. So I'd love for you to join. And there you go, guys. Check you on the next episode of Time In Talks.